What's up, happy lifer? Happy day after Halloween. You know what that means. It's a candy. Watch this. Oh, baby. Yep. Candy. Candy for breakfast. Candy for lunch. Candy for supper. Maybe throw some snacks in there. A candy brunch. And then we're off to the store later to buy all our old favorite Halloween candy that is now clearanced out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to show you how to operate on the spirit. I'm going to show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. your candy. You have no no more Halloween candy left. What? She ate it. What the heck? Don't you guys think you ate enough candy last night? No. I only have like one bite of candy. Are you serious? Now you're gonna have probably get a bellyache. Why you should eat so much candy? Do you see how much I had? I went to a lot of houses. I know. I ate it all. It tasted so good, especially the peanut butter cups. You sneaky mom! (laughs) You sneaky mom. (laughs) I got that from Jimmy Kimmel, who for the last nine years has actually asked those who watch his, you know, his show, his late night talk show to, you know, record their kids, to tell their kids the day after Halloween, mind you, to tell their kids that we ate all your candy last night. (laughs) Not only is it bad to tell your kids something like that. I mean, could you imagine a kid? It'd be like, I mean, we might think it's not a big deal, but that would be like telling somebody, you know, telling one of us, oh, by the way, uh, your bank account is empty. I I used up all your credit cards. I mean, because candy, that's their their currency, right? And to tell a kid that, I couldn't imagine... (laughs) Well, I can because I've been watching some of the videos. It, it, it's hilarious. Uh, but seems kind of mean. I mean, if you think about it, because not only do you tell your kids that, <laughs> that you took all their candy, but, but now you're going to record it, and then you're going to send it to a national you know, show so that people all around the world can now watch your... <laughs> and then later on, you grow up, and there you are on YouTube for... <laughs> For everyone to see and your kids make fun of you and <laughs> whatever. Uh, seems kind of mean, but I don't know. I, I guess we all, it's kind of the bennies maybe of parenting because I don't know about you guys, but we used to have a, a dad tithe at, at our house. And some people call it a, a parent tax, a dad tax, but tithe just means the first 10%. And so whenever one of my kids would get candy or they'd, they'd buy a soda or whatever, hey, it's dad tithe, cough it up. 
got time to pay the taxes. Now the way taxes are anymore, now I get to drink like half their soda if I get it. <laughs> so anyway, you know, we would have the dead tithe and they'd have to share. That, that. That's the best part about Halloween, man. All my kids get all the candy and and they're not going to notice if some of it's missing. <laughs> my kids are pretty good at sharing. Anyway, but now I don't know what I'm going to do because my kids are all grown up and they're all gone for Halloween and I'm not I'm not going to have any candy anymore to to steal from. I mean to borrow. I mean to dad tithe. <laughs> the bennies of parenting. Anyway, happy day after Halloween. <laughs> it's time to put away the the Halloween decorations. It's time to put away the the skeletons and the goats and the and the tombs and the you know the spider webs and put away all the costumes, all the monsters, and pull out Thanksgiving. And that's kind of what I want to talk to us about today. I mean, now it's a transition from Halloween into Thanksgiving. It's time to put away the monsters and start pulling out the Thanksgiving. You know, there's been a lot of talk lately, especially since the Olympics this summer, when Simone Biles, who won four golds in the last Summer Olympics from the from the United States, and was expected to just, you know, do much of the same. Everyone was excited to see what she was going to do. She's very fun to watch. She's very charismatic. She's very fun. I enjoy, I love watching the Olympics anyway. If you've listened to any of my podcasts this summer about, about the Olympics, I love watching the Olympics. And and there's just certain certain athletes that are just fun to watch. And Simone Biles is one of those athletes because she's just full of so much talk about. She's like a happy life caricature. I mean, she's like a happy life athlete. I mean, when she, and I know you have to kind of have to do that on, on gymnastics anyway, when you, when you land a very difficult trick and all of a sudden you have to throw your hands up in the air and smile from ear to ear. And, you know, the judges kind of like that. And, but Simone just kind of has that happy life personality. So it was very difficult for a lot of people that, that liked her, a lot of people from America and other people that liked her from around the world when they found out when she decided to, to pull out of the Olympics. And we find out later now with a with the doctor of the Olympic of the American Olympic team and a lot of the drama that was going on with that. I don't really want to talk about that. That's a whole other podcast or two or three, honestly. But I want to get right to the point of why she dropped out and because what it did for the rest of the world. I mean, she dropped out. She said because of mental health. And I know some people can think, well, maybe she was just being weak. But think about it. You don't win four gold medals. Uh, by being weak and you you can't be a gymnast and start from the time you're just a kid and actually make it to the olympics by being weak i mean i watched some of the videos i I think they might have gotten taken down later on but she had what she called the twisties and she was so stressed out she was so mentally worn out um her mental health meter was so low that that she's she calls them the twisties but when she'd go up on the high bars you know I, it changed everything for me when i actually saw the video because honestly i was i was disappointed because I, I i wanted to see someone Biles. so to be honest i wasn't thinking as much about someone Biles as i was thinking about me not being able to see her you know i'm thinking what does this mean mental health you just tough it out for your team for your country right for those that are counting on you but boy i saw the video of her trying to you can't imagine the high bars how how high are those things eight nine ten feet in the air i don't know and you're swinging from that and you're going fast you're going all the way around fully extended you know 360 degrees around that bar and then you have to 
throw yourself from the one bar to the other bar. And when she tried throwing herself to the other bar, she, she'd she get lost where she was in, in midair. Fly through the air with the greatest of ease. <laughs> she was flying through there, but she forgot where she was. She couldn't figure out where she was because her mental health or level was so low that she got the twisties and, and she would miss the bar altogether and just bam, she would just hit her face right on the mat from eight, nine, ten feet in the air. I mean, you do that once, it's scary enough, but then you got to do it again and then you're worried about, I mean, and then to do it in front of the whole world to see. You know, the cool part about it was how all the other athletes, and not just America, but all the other athletes from around the world, how they just really supported Simone and her decision. Because I think probably a lot of them feel what she feels. They feel the pressure to be an Olympic athlete, man, is not an not an easy task, as you can imagine, to do that. I mean, that's mental. You've, you've got to have it upstairs, man. You've got to be mentally healthy and whole. You've got to have the confidence level, but not too much. You can't be egotistical. You can't be too confident. You can't be insecure. You got to, I mean, you've got to be on your A game the whole time. And then the pressure of everybody looking at you, and now you're a, a role model as well as an athlete, and whether you want to be or not. And so when she pulled out because of mental health, it started everyone talking about mental health. And I think I think that's a good thing for everyone to talk about mental health. I mean, mental health is very important. That's why we have Happy Life Studios. And that's why Happy Life Studios, we have Happy Life Coaching. And I know I keep talking about coaching, but it's just, it's so important. You know, Happy Life Coaching, we're here to navigate. That means to help you find. We're here to activate, which means to help you turn that thing on. And then we're here to advocate to walk alongside you on your path to happy, on your road to true happiness which isn't just what everyone else calls happiness, but we, we at Happy Life Studios believe in a happiness that, that goes beyond circumstances. You know, Happy Life, we describe it as where we uh, secure and sustain joy in every circumstance. That's a happy life. And truth is, we all need help with that. We all need someone to advocate, to fight for us, to walk alongside us. When, when Simone said she has to pull out for mental health reasons, all the other girls on her team just stood up and supported her and filled in the roles for her. And and it was just really cool how that, because I couldn't imagine what it'd be like if all of a sudden everyone started bad-mouthing her and started, and I'm sure a lot of that went on. It's a little disappointing, I think, because it's there's always, whenever somebody does something good or somebody accomplishes something or there's something positive, I mean, think about it. There's always somebody that, that's going to be negative about that. I mean, what cracks me up is like if you go on YouTube and you see some fun video that's just full of life and full of happy and, and full of funny and, and full of inspiration and motivation, and you've got 3,024 likes, right? And then you got 24 dislikes. I'm like, <laughs> there's always going to be someone putting the thumbs down on your video. There's always going to be somebody putting the thumbs down on our success, on our, whenever we do something. It, it it's easy to do that. It's just easy to shoot something down, to to criticize, to critique somebody else when they're the ones doing all the work. I mean, it's so easy for me to, to watch sports and yell from my comfy couch about how they should have tried this and shouldn't have done that and they should know better and I couldn't last 30 seconds on the field of their athletic prowess, let alone you know a whole game. Right, but no matter what, I, I couldn't imagine what it would be with Simone if there was all these people just bad mouthing her. I'm sure there were, but the fact is that there was a lot of people advocating, fighting for her, 
walking alongside her and saying, you go, girl. You got mental health issues. That's important, number one. Because it's just a sport. And life is so much more than that. And, you know, when you push your mental health tank and you get it really empty, if you push it too long, it's it's not a good thing. And you don't come back from that quickly. You don't. You just don't. And I know that from personal experience. So I've heard a lot of talk about mental health. But what I haven't heard is a lot of talk about what I just said earlier about people critiquing, about people being negative on other people. You know, we're talking about mental health, but we don't talk about anger. And anger is one of the root causes of mental health issues. We're talking about mental health and how important it is, and yet people that are talking about mental health can can go online and cut somebody else down or or in their car on the highway when someone drives in front of them, pulls in front of them, and they're they're in the fast lane, or the people in front of them are going too slow, or or they're going they're tailgating from behind, and we just start we start to lose it on them, and we start using our our tongues, our mouth to speak curses instead of speak blessings. When we critique, when we allow anger to overtake us. No one's talking about that. And I don't know who's doing it, but it feels like there's a a force out there that's trying to separate, at least in America, I don't know about the rest of the world, but in America, they're they're trying to separate us into two different categories. You're either this or you're that. Well, you can't put people in two different categories. I mean, there's a lot of categories out there. You're not just, you're either conservative or you're liberal. You're either way over here or you're way over here. But most people live in the middle there somewhere. But it feels like, There's people out there trying to separate us, but we're not talking about that. But that's just as important to mental health as anything else. That wears us out more than anything else. Anger. Did you know that a lot of anxiety really comes from unresolved anger? Now, don't get me wrong. It's important to get angry. I mean, anger is an emotion. Anger is trying to tell you something so that you can fix it. Even God tells us to be angry. In the Bible, it says, be ye angry. It's like a commandment. Be ye angry. But then there's two follow-ups to that. Number one, it says in the Bible to be angry, but don't let the sun set on your wrath. In other words, don't stay angry. Get angry, but don't stay angry. And when you when you deny yourself the fact of getting angry, I'm not angry. Yeah, well, then why are the veins popping out of your head? Why are you getting, why do you get short with people so fast? At least for me, I can say I'm not angry, but boy, I can get short with people fast. Don't kid yourself. It's better to get angry and let that out than to deny it, say I'm not angry, but then I'm holding all this anger inside of me and I'm not letting it out. Simone finally came out and says, I have had enough. I can't do this anymore. If she didn't do that, she could have crashed and burned in a huge, huge way. So get angry, but don't stay angry. And the second one is even more important. It says, be angry and don't sin. Don't hurt somebody else. Don't destroy somebody else. Get angry, but don't do it so it affects somebody else. Well, how in the world do you do that? Well, I'll tell you how I do it. I get in the car by myself and I go on a road trip. And I'll even ask, you might think I'm kind of weird here, but I'll even, sometimes I'll ask God to sit next to me and I'll just tell God how I feel about life. I'm angry and I'm hurt and I'm mad. And this person did this and this person said that and it makes me feel like this and I just... I verbally vomit 
all this junk out of my system. And I'm telling you, by the time I'm done with that road trip, sometimes it's just driving a couple miles to the store. By the time I vent all that out, you know what has happened? That anger has dissipated in me. And, you know, once you get all that out of your system, then you can take in the happy. But if that's still in your system, I mean, you feel so good once you finally get that out, then the happy can return because you can't have that anger and the happy in your body at the same time. Now, sometimes we tag team, we run a relay race, you know, and we grab the baton from anger or we grab it from happy and we get angry or we grab it from anger and we get happy. So, you know, we can go back and forth, but you can't be happy and angry at the same time. Halloween is done. It's time to put away the monsters. If we're going to talk about mental health, the biggest monster we need to put away is anger and judging other people. That's a monster that just destroys happy. And you can't be happy and angry at the same time. You might flip a switch and go back and forth, but it's very hard to be angry when you're thankful. When you put the skeletons away and you put the monsters away, you put the anger away and you grab Thanksgiving. It's time you start pulling out the Thanksgiving you can't be angry and thankful at the same time. So I'm not hearing a lot of people talk about this. Maybe they are. I have not found it out on, online. And I think it needs to be said. We're talking about mental health. One of the biggest proponents of mental health is to stop criticizing other people. To stop judging other people. To stop this anger that we have. And when we get angry, go to a safe place to get angry. Like I said, I, I drive and I, I just vent it all out of my system. I just say it out loud. Sometimes I just yell where no one else can hear me. I'll be in the car, roll up the windows, and I'll just yell. And sometimes the windows are down, and I, I wonder about the neighborhood. Sorry, my bad. But I just, I got to get that out of my system. Otherwise, I am going to sin against somebody. I am going to do something, because if I hold all that anger inside, it's going to come out sooner or later, and I'm going to get the twisties, and I'm going to miss the bar, and I'm going to hit my face first, right? But there probably won't be a mat there to catch me another way to do it if you don't like to drive is you can write it out you know or you can talk to somebody that's safe i got people in my life that i talk to and just when i'm angry i say i just need to talk can i talk to you for a second i am really angry and once i talk it out usually the answer the happy comes right after that because i just feel so relieved once i get that load off my chest once i take that anger backpack off you can feel a difference so there's a lot of different ways to get rid of the anger to put away that monster of anger so that you can be healthy but don't deny the fact that you're angry get angry but get angry in a safe place in a safe way don't stay angry and don't hurt other people with your anger remember the power of life and death is in your tongue so use your tongue use your mouth to bless other people and you're going to be happy so let's put away that monster let's put away these monsters of anger that monster of judgment, and let's pull out the thanksgiving instead. Once we start focusing on what we're thankful for, that anger tends to dissipate. And the thing that we were angry at, we start going, why am I even angry anymore? Because everything is good. So we can focus on the anger and try not to be angry like we've talked about the two sides of the coin, or we can just focus on thanksgiving. And that's what I'm suggesting. If you're angry, find a way to vent that out, write it out on a piece of paper and throw it away burn it up, get in your car and just get that anger out of your system 
in a way that doesn't hurt anybody else. But then pull out the Thanksgiving. Put that monster back away. And pull out the Thanksgiving. Find something that you're thankful for. Flip that coin. Flip that coin of anger, of disappointment, of fear, of worry, of anxiety. Whatever that thing is, put that monster away. Flip that coin and find something to be thankful for because there's always another side to the coin. There's always something to be thankful for. And I'm thankful for you. This world needs you. There's somebody out there that needs you and they need the happy you. They need the thankful you, not the angry you. And I know there's a lot of things that get angry with today. I'm not saying to not be angry about certain causes and certain things that that matter to you, but I'm saying in your anger, don't hurt somebody. Don't destroy somebody. Don't use your anger as a, as a way to curse someone or as a way to beat someone or belittle somebody. I, I mean, I can't stop you from doing that, obviously, but if you want mental health, then put that anger monster away and pull out the Thanksgiving instead. Thanks for listening. Make just one someone happy. I hope that helped. And you will be happy too. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. like help putting away your monsters your anger i know it can be a difficult thing to do and finding something to even be thankful for give happy life coaching a try you'll be glad you did leave a message on our voicemail 425-200-HAYS h-a-y-s that's 425-200-4297 or simply email us at coaching at happylife.studio if you'd like more info on the coaching plans that we have just go to www.happylife.lol and click on the coaching tab. Steve Ace.